It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. What's up? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today I want to go ahead and talk about Blue Beetle. So... This is probably the last (laughs) DC movie that I will see because it's the last movie in the regime. And before you say that Aquaman is technically the last of the old DC remnants, I'm going to shut you down right there because that movie looks terrible. I probably won't see it. I may just watch it when it comes on streaming platforms or something like that. But yeah i'm basically done with dc at this point and if you know me you know how much that hurts because i'm a big dc fan and so when blue beetle was announced back in the days before all of this went down they said they were going to reboot everything which i know they wish they could take back now because they're losing money on these films I was a little intrigued. Um, Blue Beetle was a character that showed up on the uh, Justice League or Young Justice um, shows back in the days, the animated shows. So it was an intriguing character, uh, Jamie Reyes and his powers and abilities and things like that. And he also showed up on the Injustice video game as well. So I'm quite familiar with the character, not to the point where I know a whole bunch about it, but just what I've seen in animation and the video games. So it wasn't, he's a B character. He's not a, maybe not even a B character, maybe a C character. He's a character that could have had a lot of potential. And then when you get your boy from Cobra Kai to actually act as the, main character you have something here in my opinion you have all the makings of a good movie a good star and everything and it should have meshed well together and then with a lot of um you know takes place in mexico and a lot of mexican heritage this movie could have been the mexican black panther so why wasn't it well (laughs) Plenty of reasons why. First of all, it's DC. They basically just said, hey, don't watch any of our movies until we reboot everything when they made those announcements back in the day. So that basically killed everything from The Flash to this to Aquaman and any movie, um, Black Adam, really, too. It was just stupid. It was a dumb announcement. DC has no idea what they're doing. And once again, they screw up a movie that could have been a hit. And now as far as the movie itself, just to give you an overview, I mean, it was entertaining, but it wasn't anything that you haven't seen before. Like this wasn't a movie that brought you anything, you know, out of the ordinary. It was just your typical movie, sort of like um, uh, Shazam, the second Shazam. I mean, it really wasn't nothing that jumped out to you other than the Mexican heritage that they could have used just like Black Panther did. So when Black Panther came out, you know, you had a lot of support by the, um, you know, the African-American community, the black community, whatever you want to call it. And that movie made billions of dollars. And I don't know if this is what DC was thinking when they greenlit this one. Like, hey, we're going to use that Mexican heritage, which should be a lot more than, you know, they have more 
um, you know, Mexicans as far as in America anyway, they're the new minority, the biggest minority. So you have that base that you were trying to appeal to, but it didn't appeal to it partially because they've basically said they're rebooting the whole DC. So this movie was basically useless. And I mean, you have star power in here. Like I said, you got the kid from uh, Cobra Kai. I think his name is Zolo. I'm not even trying to pronounce his last name, but <laughs> the kid from Cobra Kai. Um, and then you have other stars in here, um, like George Lopez. I mean, you have the makings of a great cast and everything, but it just fell flat. So, and just to give you a brief recap of what the movie is about, um, essentially there's this scarab that is not obviously it's alien technology and uh susan sarandon is also in this movie too she's like the bad villain well i wouldn't really call her the bad villain well yeah she's the villain along with uh kara pax who is her big muscle guy so you always have the um <laughs> the typical smart person uh, uh like i said susan sarandon she plays a uh, victoria cord she's running a company a weapons company she's trying to take the scarab and weaponize it just like all the bad guys do in movies these days and her muscle the one who does all the fighting and stuff is carapax he's like the big muscle guy he actually has a portion of that uh, technology in him to allow him to do a lot of things and she wants to basically take the scarab's power and instill it into making an army by just taking the coding of it and just you know putting it to the technology so she can create soldiers with it so this is she's the bad guy um essentially uh jamie reyes who was our hero he comes back from i guess college his first stint in college and he's graduated, all his family's excited, and probably the most funniest part of the movie. When he gets home, he tell them all this bad news at a dinner. Like, oh yeah, we're about to lose the house. Yeah, what about the auto shop that we had? Oh, we lost the auto shop. And your father had a heart attack a while back. And it's like, bro, they didn't tell this dude any of this while he's away from college. Oh, we didn't want to worry you and stuff like that. So now he's back home. He's trying to basically get his life together. He's working some sort of typical cleanup job. And that's where he meets um, the love interest, Jenny. And Jenny is having an issue. She's the, um, the, the what do you want to call that? The niece. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what to, what to call her. So she's the niece of Susan Sarandon's character. So Victoria Cord is the main person that Susan Sarandon's playing. And Jenny's playing her niece. Her father was running the company until he disappeared. And then uh, Victoria took it over. So now Jenny and Victoria are at his, even though um, Victoria's running the thing. And so Jenny wants to honor her father's legacy. She wants to take the company in a different route, make it some sort of company anything but building weapons and all that but victoria she doesn't care she's trying to get the scarab so she can make military make a whole bunch of money she wants to create a legacy she's kind of a little bitter because she was passed over in the first place when um, their father died and they gave it to um, her brother instead of her so there's a little family history with this i guess you would call it jenny steals the scarab and she uh, hands it off to um, Jamie, who basically takes it home, and then of course they told she told him not to open it. He opens it anyway. The scarab takes to him, and he ends up becoming the Blue Beetle with all the technology. Blah blah blah. 
So basically typical movie thus far. Um, Jenny, basically, Jenny and Victoria both find out what's going on. Uh, Jamie is captured at the end and they try to suck the energy out of the scarab so she can add it to her technology. And it works temporarily for Carapax and he becomes more powerful. And of course, there's the final battle and then blah, blah, blah. So, you know what? I'm not even going to go into any more details with that because like I said, it was your typical movie it really didn't stand out in any aspect whatsoever i mean there were good points in the movie certain things you know um when uh, jamie's father dies there was a big emotional moment and uh towards the end you know them getting together infiltrating even though the plan just seems kind of lame to me uh, it really just didn't you know, I just really didn't catch on with it. I mean, it was okay. They had a few jokes. If I had to pick anything, um, George Lopez's character, uh, who plays um, Jamie Reyes's uncle, Rudy, he was probably the highlight of the film. Anytime that George Lopez was in the film, it was actually entertaining. Him and his quick wit and his talking and just doing George Lopez things. You know, if you've seen him in different movies and comedy stand-ups you know how George Lopez can get him and the grandmother were basically the ones who I thought were the most interesting characters they were the most funny they were you know they they just carried the movie those two characters um Cobra Kai Kid he did okay I have no problems with him but I don't think it was anything that he was doing I think it was more of the writing and just they didn't really do much for him to stand out I mean he was able to use some of those Cobra Kai moves I guess while fighting as the Blue Beetle but Quite honestly, I mean, it really just wasn't anything special. His love interest, Jenny, she was kind of lame. I mean, she really didn't do much of anything. His sister, they tried to make her a little funny, but, you know, again, I think there was just an overreach in that. She really wasn't that funny to me on certain things. You know, they were trying to do things, make her like your girl on uh, Shang-Chi, uh, uh, Shang-Chi's friend they were trying to make his sister like that and you know it just didn't work for me like they really didn't do much about this character and make no mistake I don't know what I would have expected with this like this is just really just an origin story an introduction to the character but I mean Blue Beetle for me when I was watching him on the old animation shows he was an interesting character, but not enough to really want to make an entire movie out of it. Just be honest with you. And this could have worked. This could have sparked something. But then when DC announced the whole we're rebooting everything, that pretty much lost interest in it. It was just your typical movie, though. It was a shorter movie. It really didn't do much to it. The action scenes were okay. You really saw a lot of the things that you've seen in the animation film with as far as the fighting and the abilities of Blue Beetle. So you got to see that and all of that. And so if you are a fan of this character, you probably would enjoy this movie. Um, like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. Like it's not a uh, Morbius type bad movie because that was terrible. But it wasn't a good movie either. It just really was meh. You know what I'm saying? It didn't stand out with anything. There wasn't anything that I just like, oh, I enjoy this part. Like, if you ask me right now, what was my favorite part of the movie? I really don't have a singular moment where I was just like, you know what? This part of the movie was just so awesome. 
You know, it really just didn't make sense to me. It just, you know, it was just a telling of a story. So have you ever watched something or seen a movie where you're just trying to get through the story? That's what this is. This basically was just a movie that you just try to get through the story, you know, and anytime that I can start predicting the script, you know, that's when I know that this movie really didn't bring anything new. The whole when he had a vision of his father and the whole it's not your time. I mean, they are doing that to death. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was a great movie, but even I was like when Rocket was dying, I said, here we go with the it's not your time. And sure enough, it's not your time. <laughs> that trope has been done to death. And it's supposed to be an emotional moment for the character, but it just came off as cliched because it's been done in multiple movies. And you're supposed to really feel the love because he wasn't there when his father died. He found out later and it was at a point where he was about to die and then that's when the whole it's not your time thing goes on and you know you just didn't feel it you just didn't really get enough of the characters you know personalities or their chemistry or what have you now they did preach a lot of things about family and stuff like that and i did enjoy that part i guess you could say you know this is a family that sticks together they're growing through hell, but yet they're just like, we'll take care of it, you know, and that's what families do. And I, I appreciated that. I like that. Each family member had their own personality. Uh, the mother kind of got lost in there. Um, the grandmother, the sister, the uncle, and of course, Jamie himself, they all had different personalities. The mother was just kind of there, you know, just as a supporting character. She really didn't have much to do so as a family member she was probably the one that got the <laughs> butt end of the stick there um like i said the jenny the love interest she was kind of lame i mean she was okay but just really didn't do anything for me like her and jamie's chemistry was like eh, we knew it was a love interest but you really didn't you know I don't know. It just didn't really stick out or anything like that. As did Susan Sarandon's uh, Victoria Cord. She really didn't do anything for me. A typical villain who is greedy, power hungry, what have you. And then, of course, she has the muscle with her with Carapax, who was the, ba the main baddie that you fight at the end. Now, his backstory, which they showed in there towards the end at the final battle was a little interesting would have been a little more interesting to see a little bit of that um because technically if i'm not mistaken and correct me if i'm wrong but carapax was the black beetle that uh jamie reyes used to always fight if i'm not mistaken he had a scarab as well um and if that is the case that this is who this character was supposed to be then they screwed it up because he had his own scarab which was just as powerful as jamie's and, you know, he should have looked similar to uh, the Blue Beetle as far as his um, gear and everything like that. So if that's the case, then, yeah, they did that wrong. Um, and I may, I had to look it up to see if Carapax was supposed to be the Black Beetle. And if he was, then that was a terrible bad guy. But his backstory was a little interesting. And they just gave us a pinch of it, and then he dies. He kills himself or whatever, kills himself and... Um, Victoria, which was just again, you know, just it, you felt nothing. And then the after credit scene, so part of the movie was 
that Jenny said her father just disappeared. And I thought that Victoria had something to do with it. And it doesn't seem like she did because at the end uh, credit scene, somebody's um, trying to reach them via radio saying that her father is alive. And then it kind of goes off. And it's a question that we will never have an answer to because they will not follow up with this movie. And this movie will not come back into the new DC. Um, I know they teased that it might. James Gunn said this is the beginning of it or whatever. I think he was just trying to make up for a mistake of announcing that they're rebooting everything and trying to get some money to go to some of these movies, which they are not going to. So... I doubt this movie comes back, which is a shame because this movie, you know, like I said, it has potential with the characters and the actor, um, you know, Cobra Kai kid, he's a, he's good actor, you know, and I think he could have been the face, especially have a Mexican, you know, they have their superhero now, similar to what they were trying to do with, um, Black Adam, him being the uh, Kandar's, uh, champion or whatever they were trying to do with that, but I think they could have done the same thing with Black Panther, you know, just basically have that character, that heritage character, you know, just like the go woke and go broke people always say, create your own characters. Okay, well, they created the Blue Beetle character, Jamie Reyes, and the people did not come out there and support it. Now, you can decide yourself on the reason why they didn't do it. I, under the impression that... Once they announced Reboot, they lost all interest in everything that is not James Gunn. So anything that he did not announce basically lost interest. Now, we'll see how far that goes once James Gunn starts to release his stuff. Uh, Superman Legacy, I believe, is going to be the first one that's going to come out. And if there is no fanfare for that one, then DC might be done. And it's sad because I still think that the old DC E universe could have been something i mean you added this character now how he would have tied into the justice league and all that i mean there was potential but of course you know we'll never know now so aquaman is technically the last one but that's probably a movie that i'm not going to see because unlike most people out there i didn't like the first aquaman and it wasn't anything dealing with the i'm just not an aquaman fan and i just don't you know uh, Jason Momoa, I don't know. He just doesn't feel like Aquaman to me. He's more of a Lobo. And if they recast him as that, I think that would be a much better casting for him as Lobo, not Aquaman. I just, I don't know. Just something about Aquaman I just didn't like in the first go-round. So I'm sure I'm probably not going to like this last one. So for all intents and purposes, Blue Beetle is the final DCEU movie in my opinion so but again this is a movie you can watch just to see it on streaming i wouldn't rush out to watch it as one of those movies like i said it's entertaining it you know you can just kind of predict everything that's going to happen it doesn't do anything new and i guess that's what you're looking for when you're watching these superhero movies now who can do some things new now the mcu is so far ahead because They've already got past most of the um, introduction of characters. So now it's just a matter of telling stories. So when you can just tell a story of a character, 
Like, you know, so for example, Spider-Man, when he first dropped in the MCU, they didn't need to do a whole intro of who he was, origin story, or anything like that. They just basically did the movies because they figured everybody knows Spider-Man. Well, with Blue Beetle, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know Blue Beetle, so you have to do an origin story for it. And it is, a, like I said, it's a decent character. I would have been interested to see how they put him with Batman, Superman, and all those folks. But, you know, it's one of those things that we will never see. So if James Gunn tells the truth and this character sticks around for the next um, era of DC movies, it would be interesting to see. Maybe they can build off of this. But for right now, I mean, it was just, meh. That is the best rating I can give you for this movie. So what's up? Did you watch The Blue Beetle? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was better than I'm saying it is? As always, let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you want to check out any of my creative works, you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. It's your boy Enigma signing off. Deuces.